perceive going through that microphone. Yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah. It's, uh, it's my phone. It does it. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had to switch to my phone for D&D a few times, and I have to, like, hold my mouth in the microphone yeah. and talk like this while they all crank me up to 200 and can still barely hear On the bright side, I could speak to and about myself with myself, so that wasn't really that big a deal. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I just didn't want you as a middleman, you know? I understand this. It's honestly fair. I mean, what if I compare you to, like, other people, and you're like, wait a minute, I know these other people, and that's definitely not true, which is usually the case. (laughs) Oh, good, I'm peerless. Wonderful. Fantastic. Straight from the beard's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I've got, like, literally less than nothing to talk about on this podcast. I got a swear since about it. You know what happened last time we did that? No. Yeah, it was the last time we spoke. Yeah, it's like pretty much it was. I don't know. I don't know if you're referring to something specific or every other podcast uh, we do. Well, it's like you know, everything was very good and then, you know, all of a sudden it was mom's spaghetti and uh, endless Fabio, so let's maybe not do that again. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's heaven's field and the Fabio. Yeah. Why is it not coming out this year? It's sad. It's Yeah, it's like it's gonna be a great Christmas tradition of the one time we went. It'll be next Christmas, probably. Yeah. The um, one time we might see Nick out in the wheel. Well, the wheeled. On the wheel. Well, I've seen Nick out in the wheeled, and I didn't even go to Heaven's Field. So. Uh, to be fair, I don't really go out, nor do I know where to find or his the general patterns out in the Not world. anywhere you go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely so, not. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. Um, I, mean, I looked it up recently because I was like, man, when's part two coming out? Because I'm looking forward to that. Now, this is the wrong anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Discord, what is this fucking shit? No, that was that was a different anime altogether. It's not even an anime right um, now. No, but... Uh, it's a, we, need that. we need some animator friends. Maybe, maybe that, we can cope with someone. That's the wrong thing. Anyway, um, it's like it comes out in Japan sometime next year. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it has a uh, dedic like a slate. Oh, January twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So we'll probably be able to go to the movies and watch it in like March. late spring. Yeah, isn't that when it? Well, the first one was released October fourteenth. We watched it in December. So I've gone by that two months wise. Okay, I thought y'all watched it during the warm season. No. No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was wintry. I'm an idiot, though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Either way. Oh, we that's right, because it lined up with restarting Grail War stuff, and we are all like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> we had, had to sneak Teddy in and shit. Like, oh, that was a weird... Yeah, that idea. was really, like... Because <laughs> you had to like, sneak Teddy in. It was completely full. They sold out of tickets. They uh, sold completely out of tickets. And Teddy, we had wow. a spot oh, that was that was open. It was just that the theater was packed, mm-hmm. um, and he needed to buy a ticket for a completely different movie. Dress Park, to sneak I think. In. Yeah, nice. Can't remember. I think it might have been Dress Park. Yeah. Bootleg Teddy for anime. Yeah, that's yeah. Teddy's mo. To be fair. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, I almost said bootleg Titty anime, and I was like, you know what? That's that's I also mean, Teddy's mo. Yeah, no, that Ooh. is actually. I, I, I bought. I know what Teddy's getting next for. <laughs> <laughs> well, to put it in perspective of how Teddy is. is uh, me and Ryan bought a box of Force of Will, which is oh Lord, extensively yeah. the anime card game, specifically to make anime, like, to make the cards really pretty in the anime style. Yeah. And, like, it's all fuller, it's all nice, but it's mostly, like, waifus fighting each other, which is nothing wrong with that specifically. In fact, that's yeah. probably why me and Ryan actually wanted to see the game. 
Oh, I've seen Force of Will. Okay. So I mean, it's well come done. up on previous episodes. It's Yeah, that's right. It, it's well done for DeviantArt card game. Um, <laughs> however, me and Roy didn't do anything with it, so it was up to me to sell all the super rares out of the box and just, like, generally leave it. Or, like, just, just leave it. Because we just wanted to see it as a curiosity type of thing. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to see if we could build decks, but as it turns out, much like Magic the Gathering, there's, there's a land base that we could have proxied it, etc., etc., whatever. Um... Teddy sifted through all of the Force of Will cards, took out all the, one copy of every cute girl, and then he's using them as tokens in Magic the Gathering. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, That's a good plan. Yeah. Honestly, wasn't that bad of a plan, because I thought of it as soon as he was like, yeah, can I see the Force of Will box? Oh, yeah, are you interested in it? Are you just collecting? Or, like, what's going on? Oh, I'm just using them as tokens. Wait a minute. I could have cute girl goblin tokens. <laughs> Which are legally distinct from cute goblin girl tokens. Yeah, no, that's please. a different DVD. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's not open that page. Highway to the danger Phenoxo's blog. No, there's something about tiny green lollies that don't uh, don't sit well with me. You haven't just seen the right green. No, tiny they don't green sit well at all. It's almost as if there's a discomfort there. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> What's new with you guys? I got Switch. Yeah, yeah, you got a Switch. Yeah, you're playing some Mario Party before uh, Beard Shut Up. Well, I figured fun. you're more of a top. Yeah. What? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. Smash Bros. comes out next week. Super stoked. Fucking, I can't wait. Super, super stoked, super, brothers. Super stoked, uh, smoochers. What's also coming out next week is the pre-orders for a chapter approved on Warhammer, so I have to spend lots of money that week. Sure, yeah. Yep. Well, it's essentially just a big balance patch. Because how they staggered all the releases for all the books for all the armies because they're fucking cretins and didn't put out, like, oh, here's a base book. Instead, here's one book that had us all the armies in it, we're just going to do this one at a time as opposed to in waves. Again, because they're cretins. Um, the Games Workshop is actual garbage. Yeah. Like, so, like, horrible. it's very clear as well that they just kind of designed as they went. And this is my MO, but, like, at least I go back and go to the side before we release this. We're going to design the next codex, and we'll see if the codex we just made is actually garbage compared to this codex. As it turns <laughs> out, that exactly happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, much like the previous editions, uh, well, why before, else would you buy the new stuff if your old stuff was no was still any good? You're you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah. now chapter approved is coming out, and it's supposedly just again a big balance patch to have everyone on an even playing level, or at the very least have everyone in a competitive stance. Because as it turns, uh, Necrons are kind of bad because they're really expensive for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Which is never die. Which is never die, except in a higher point game, I think, like, mid to high tier points of game. Uh, the re-resurrection thing relies on the entire squad not being able to wipe. And then when you have 2,000 points of Tau at the other end of the map and can see you and can just go, okay, <laughs> so we're going to fire 120 shots at those things... Until they're all gone. Until they're all gone. Yeah. Uh, one at a time before we can even get there, because our skeleton body is going to only move five inches, where the general regular marine can move, like, seven. Yeah. Um, and that, that the, over the course of a game, it it's a lot. 
Yeah, like, I, I, I get it. Um, I can't remember the exact name of it, but I wish that they didn't patch out the existence of the, uh, uh, the weird conga line thing, where you could just deploy your, um, fuck, what was it? Hold, one, one, second, scout you. one second. I, I know what you're talking about, because your, uh, yeah, there you go. You're, you're a quiet boy, so that's why uh, we stick yeah, you in the it's, chair. It's my dulcet rumble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Look at that. Well, I mean, now we can hear you, so that's yeah. nice. Um, I do know what you're referring to. Instead, there's, I think, a rule on a lot of the scouting units that say uh, you can con the line so long as it's within a certain spot, depending on the deployment. Well, yeah, so it started, I was reading the anecdote about this, and it was pretty neat, because there's some asshole who go to tournaments, and he was using uh, a very specific army build combo that basically just disabled his opponents from doing anything meaningful. Yep. Um, in the deployment phase, because he's like, oh, I, I'll pass and let you deploy first. Yeah. So he'd just do that, and then, based on your deployments, he'd screw you, but because of his very specific army, it was perfectly legal, and he could screw you immensely immediately. So this guy built an entire army just to counter him, which consisted of a very... might be an orc unit, I don't know. It's some type of scout where you can place them anywhere on the, on the map. Yeah. Um, so he just, and because you can't deploy past your enemy's front line and, or within a certain range of units, they just went one, two, three, four, five, six along the opposite player's edge of the map <laughs> because he's like, yeah, you place first with his smug neck beard face. And so he's like, okay, do, 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 do. <laughs> and he's like, shit, can't deploy, had to forfeit, lost. And the judges were like, all right, you get the win. You're never allowed to do this again. <laughs> this is illegal from here on out. Um, oh, so. Wargaming. Uh, that's also kind of why they took out... Not took out. They nerfed the Deep Strike rule. Deep Strike's effectively... You don't need to actually set up your little models at the start of the game. Oh, yeah, the guys on your thing. In Instead, they go in the orbit, or they go into the tomb world, or they go in another fucking dimension and wait. Or they hide in bushes. Whatever the fluff is... Said tomb world? But I'm thinking Tomb World from Yu-Gi-Oh! And that makes it so much better for me. It could be. That's where the Necrons go. Decent. Nice. Um, <laughs> regardless, wherever they go, uh, it used to be that on your first movement, so if you went first turn, you could be, okay, so I don't even need to move up to your army. These guys are just going to go to objectives. And then, bam, here's my entire fucking reserve squad within nine inches of your entire army. And now you have to deal with that while I go capture points for, like, essentially three for a turn. Um, and also I'm going to shoot you because it only counts as moving. It doesn't count as, like, anything else. Uh, they nerfed that so you can only do that on the second turn with very, very few, uh, like, with very, very few exceptions. Yeah, because it turns out just being able to warp in your murder squad wherever you choose after they've moved is rude. Hmm. A little bit. Who knew? I mean, some units can just be like... Because you can't target important characters or your leaders if they're... They call it bubble-wrapped around a unit of people. Hmm. Like, you have to attack the closest thing unless that um, specific uh, unit is a tank or a vehicle that has, like, a certain amount of wounds. It's it's clearly defined. Yeah. Um, but there are some units that can not only deep strike... But also say, oh, I see that unit. We're just going to attack that and deal mortal wounds to it, which is the wounds that you can't save against. 
So you're essentially just murdering them turn one, and there goes all of the benefit and all of the buffs if you get lucky. Yeah. Now it's turn two, so at least you could have a setup. Yeah. Which is about half an hour to an hour into the game at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, first turn is Warhammer's like, not a fast game. No. Oh, no. The bigger your army, the worse it gets. Um, and by worse, I mean just the longer it takes for you to coordinate everything. Because not only do you need to differentiate units of people, because every like squad of dudes is a specific unit with a specific number, with a specific uh, configuration of your units, so... You can have one guy with, like, a bolt gun, and the other guy with, like, a power sword. Yeah. And they can be together in a unit, but they can never split up from that unit. Um, so, like, now you have to coordinate all that. It's especially egregious in orcs, because you have to somehow mm. make partitions of 30 in your 500-unit army. Yeah. And you need to remember which partition of 30 goes where. It's Yeah, yeah orcs are rude. Yeah, the, uh, the one game that I hesitate to say play and just witnessed was uh, that orc guy, and it was just, <laughs> I'm going to set up uh, 45 minutes later. All right, let's play. It's just like yeah. well, the, the table's you tipping know, over to the left on his side. Want to know what's an even slower <laughs> version of Warhammer? <clears throat> Our wars? Uh, no. Well, yes, <laughs> but uh, Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs> go play that. Yeah, go, set up an, go, yeah. Yeah. go set up an army of elves versus orcs in that one. You think orcs are bad now? Apply all the same things that makes them slow, but then apply that to everyone else, too. And those are, like, made out of, like, heavy metal figures, too, back in the day. Like, those, those are going oh, yeah. some, some gains. Yeah, so how do you think they army. kept their players skinny? <laughs> yeah, uh, because they spent all their money on figures and warhammers instead of food. Yeah, and then they had to lug, like, 90 pounds of metal figures around in a hockey bag <laughs> to their local card shop to set this up and get eliminated in 10 minutes into the game. <laughs> so you also have to, like... Not break the table with your fucking billion ton metal figures covered in paint. And, like, one figure covered in paint, that's not that much, you know, weight difference. But, like, you multiply that by 500. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're carrying an entire paint bucket with you as well, just inadvertently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's why soft plastic's pretty good now. Whatever polymer they use. Oh, yeah. Like, Resin. Yeah. Just, it, it, honestly, if you want to save on Warhammer money, just buy a 3D printer. Yeah. And a pile of resin. I mean, you'll get lynched, but yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you'll get lynched? Oh, oh, you won't get lynched from, like, friendlies and stuff, but I'll, there's a lot of diehard people. It's effectively like, proxies at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. It's the exact same mentality. I don't care. In fact, a lot of people just get bashed from completely different things to make their units look cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you go to any, like, official event, like, all the Games Workshop people are kind of obligated to say, like, so, that looks interesting, how'd you build that type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was gonna play Kill Team Friendlies with a whole bunch of these things here, which are surprisingly metal wrestling figures. Yeah. Because they were, like, a dollar at some point, and I can be like, alright, cool, here's my fucking frontline of Finn Balor's. Which are fucking, I don't know, Adeptus nonsense. And then on my back line's a bunch of Bray Wyatt's, which is... You can yeah. still do that. If you can find, like... Oh, like, my issue, my thing with, like, 3D printed, it's, like, cool. Like, it's one thing to use, I feel, like, completely different figures. Hmm. But to just say, hey, I'm just going to print official figures yeah. with resin and then paint them. It's, like... I understand in Magic, having a rare card 
is having a rare card. Yeah. And there's value in that. And it's usually quite fucking expensive. Yeah. But also in Warhammer, um, there's no rarity associated with the figures. Yeah, and you buy it from Games Workshop. You just yeah, go yeah, to the yeah, store yeah. and say, here's $200, give me my dragon. Yeah. Um, so that's... It's not the same. No, <laughs> you can't. You can't just you go can't to a magic a tournament and say, "Oh, this card is actually a black lotus." Yeah. That's not how it works. I'm, I'm gonna go to a Warhammer draft and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, there are Warhammer blind bags, so that might be a thing if you really want to be fucking dumb <laughs> about it. I just like to see, like, you know, blind bag, blind bag, blind bag, the size of your fucking face. You're like, ah, uh, I might go that big one there. Oh shit, it's a towel, fucking like. <laughs> I'll take the Hell Drake. Why do you think that's a Hell Drake? Well, (laughs) probably be Kill Team, but you know. Uh, Yeah. Though I would love to see like a Demon Blind Box versus an Astartes Blind Box, because then you have like this little (laughs) thing that's like, oh, it has to tell like a Space Marine. But then all of the demons are wildly different in size, especially their base units. So like you could have, oh, this box has to hold like maybe a corn hound or or, or perhaps like a, a uh, Slanesh demonette. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're you're gonna know the difference between the Salamashi army and the fucking so, like, space marine. Very deck. very telling because now all demon boxes, if they want to be fair with it, have to be the same size. Though come like all possible figures. Yeah. So now you have this this fucking huge cardboard <laughs> box, and you unrip it. That's a fucking, like, Tizich Blue Demon or something. Yeah. <laughs> but then to balance it out, they have to take all the other sets and put them in equally large boxes so that they're all huge, And but you're not allowed to pick them up before you pick them. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll know, oh, this is super light and empty. This is, you know, something else. This is light but full. It's orcs. <laughs> and, and this is heavy as fuck. That's a Metal Demon. <laughs> like... Like, oh. yeah, you, you I, just sit down for the draft, and your 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 LGS, whatever, has to actually feign lifting heavy stuff. You're like, oh, look at this, it's so heavy, oh, don't touch it. <laughs> and then you open it up, it's like, cool, Space Marine. Could you imagine foil figures? Oh, my God. You couldn't even, because you'd have to paint over them. But could exactly. you imagine, like, you open it up, and it's just, like, this grand golden figure of, like, an Astartes Primaris. And it's just, like, it's it's good, it's expensive, look at that. And then, like, you just spray the primer on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, that's unfortunate. I mean, that's pretty dope, but it really clashes, so, uh, <laughs> dipped in the rubber. How do I know this is, uh, the genuine rare edition? Well, you see, it's 12 pounds. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's made of brass. Ooh. See, that's how you do it. You just, like, when you can point your high, like, your, your leader unit on the table, and the table vibrates when you let it go. <laughs> Put it it's on. actually enchanted with Eldritch Magic. <laughs> you put it on like a piece of terrain and it just sinks. <laughs> oh man, you, you just get a big unit and you just like sink like a little bit of a neodymium magnet in the back of it. Good. And all your figures are plastic, but you're up against the guy you know is an asshole with all like metal shit and his things keep moving around and the judge is like, hey, cut that out. Stop cheating. And he's like, I'm not cheating. He's like, yeah, you are. I see that. <laughs> cut out that wizardry shit, Tau scum. <laughs> Sorry, Xeno scum. Uh, whatever. I mean, Tau scum too works. Yeah. I mean, scum. you can differentiate the xenophobia. Everybody's <laughs> scum in some way, depending on where your allegiance lies. <laughs> you're, you're all just heretics. Scum. Exactly. It's, it's the good meme that no one's really the good guy. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to talk. Morality, Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey. <laughs> uh, 
the Necrons just want everyone that got off their lawn, but... I was going to say, the Necrons are probably actually the closest to the good guys. Well, like, the only... Just leave us alone. They're, Don't they're, poke the bear. Their only motivation, and they recently fleshed that out, and by recently I mean within the last few years and so, um, was, I'm going to murder you because I'm a robot, that's what I do. And then they actually made characters about them, and the character is, alright, our leader's kind of tired of their fleshy body, or their, their metal body, I want to go back to flesh. That's his prerogative. I just kind of want you to get off my goddamn planet that I've been <laughs> sleeping on for a millennia. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Tau want to be the good guys. Oh, but yeah, then they go and then they do the things they do, and you go, oh. oh, oh. Yeah, the, the, the tag is for the greater good, and uh, they, they... Yeah, that's never a good tag. Yeah. <laughs> and then one guy goes into a basement and sees Slanesh sitting there, and it's like, oh, yeah, hi, Slanesh, you know, yeah, how's the greater good going? And then, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, the elves are actually like, <laughs> worship a sleeping demon. You're like, yeah, that seems fine. Orcs just want to have fun. Yeah, that's the yeah. <laughs> that's honestly. They're they're fungus apes, and they just want to go fight. Yeah, <laughs> I like the punchy. Uh, good crumping. <laughs> my favorite, like I love the hands orcs. a log. What is this cannon? Oh, okay, exactly. That's what? my favorite thing about the orcs <laughs> is that their logic is just this is it, what I want it to be. It's therefore yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, I make car out of rocks. It's just a pile of rocks shaped like a car. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's not how that works. Yeah, it is. Floats up, turns around, drives off. Oh, <laughs> it's a like, it's hit and run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, orc, <laughs> how you do that? They have tractor beams as cannons in the actual 40k game, and like the fluff is that it auto hits everything. Mm-hmm. And if it's a flying vehicle, the fluff is that it just pulls everything down. So like they see a mech and they're like, "Boy, that's a pie." <laughs> oh no, we reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, effectively that. Yeah, auto well, like, does a fuck ton of damage. Like, well, because like orcs with jetpacks are orcs that saw missiles <laughs> and went, "Oh, I tie missile to back and I fly," and it should just send them flying in a straight line till it explodes. Instead, they can now hover controlled. <laughs> it makes no sense. They just believe it, and it happens. Yeah. I mean, in earlier versions, I don't know if it's still the thing, but if you painted your army red, it was an armor value because they believed it was faster, and therefore <laughs> yeah. it gave them extra movement. Uh, yeah. They kind of, they almost scrapped that in the fact that you can paint your models however you want now. Like, you don't need to paint it to a specific, like, for me, it's a dynasty. For them, it's like the, the clans. Um, you can paint it in flavor, but you can say, oh, this game would really benefit me being this clan as opposed to this one, so I'm not going to be able, like, not going to be penalized for painting my dude, like, red in the face yeah. and taking the one that doesn't allow me, like, that doesn't really care about being red. Like, it's very, like, user-friendly, I guess, now, yeah. in that you can paint however you want, you could spend all this time painting a specific, like, clan, and then if you, for example, go up against Tau, you're like, I would really like to re do all of, like, re-roll all of my failed hits, so I'm going to do bad moons instead of the red dudes. Yeah. So it's the Cataclysm expansion yeah. of, uh, of Warhammer. Well, you say that, but at the very least, at least you don't need to actually measure out sight lines and whether or not your fucking model's holding the gun correctly. Yeah. This one's more so a strategy game as opposed to a simulator, which kind of... Is better in a tabletop game. Yes, it's way better. In a t- you don't want to play that game. Like, it You're... takes a long time now. You don't want to play that game as a simulation. No. No, 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 no. no. 
Ryan keeps... Old Warhammer is... Yeah. There's some stories in there. Ryan keeps telling me about how when he used to play when he first had it, um, he had to roll, like, dice for grenades mm-hmm. um, that effectively just say, all right, so it explodes in this specific radius, and you have to roll dice to see if it bounces, if it hits, how far it goes, whether or not the fucking wind was happy with you that day. Also, Blimble. Yeah, where, 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 whether or not Slanesh decided to look down upon you and said, that fucking grenade is going in that guy. Craig yeah. Nuffles, God of RNG. Yeah. yeah, it's... Like, there were stories I used to read on TG of, like, dude finally gets a Space ar- space Marine Army set up. He's super happy. Debates, goes through the book. He's like, yeah, I'm, I really like the lore and the abilities of, of this... Par- they're chapters, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. This particular chapter... They're these guys now. And then he does it. And you make them. And then a month later, the new book comes out. And that one sucks. And the other one would have been way better for how he likes to play the game. Now he has to strip all of his models and repaint them. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't want to be a space wolf after all. (laughs) Shit. I mean, there's you model for space wolves and then you paint for them. And that's just that. Again, that's just the worst feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, in friendly scene, what the fuck you want. Um, in competition, that's very, like, surprisingly strict, even though it really shouldn't matter. That's one game I would like to watch in competition and never, ever fucking play. On YouTube, uh, they call them Battle Reports. Yeah, I watched yeah. a couple. They're actually really interesting. Um, I don't know... But I would never play. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'll play friendlies? Sure. But, like, the moment you want me to take this seriously, I just can't. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the point. It's mostly, like, you can even play Dungeons and Dragons, except in a Warhammer 40k setting, with your dudes. Yeah. Like, they introduced Kill Team again, and that's effectively just, instead of a whole-blown war, now you have a campaign with, like, this one specific team that you can say, alright, if this person wins, then the next 40k game, you get the upper hand by doing this, or something. Or, like, by having his HQ, like, interaction like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, Kill Team is to, like... Like, uh, Warhammer is to, like, team deathmatch as, as Kill Team is to SWAT in Halo. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because, like, you're still, you're still have an army, you're still fighting, but it's it's much quicker. Much I, guess, I guess for a more simplified, like, version of the, like, this as to this, uh, Warhammer 40k is to StarCraft, where f- Kill Team 40k is to Rainbow Six Siege in a kind of way. It's just really intimate. Um, you have a very limited, like, team roster. And there's not a lot you can do if that guy goes out. Mm. Like, and then you're just severely at a disadvantage because whereas if one unit in 40k gets wiped, you can just say, fair enough, I have these other, like, three units that kind of do their job. Um, like, mm. this was just legitimately, like, a screen, or this was just... I still have another hundred figures running around doing shit. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And then in Kill Team, you have, like, seven figures, and if one of them goes down, there is a huge percentage of what you, what you had, unless you're playing Orcs, in which case you have, like, Fucking three point Gretchen's out of uh, a hundred points to spend. Mm-hmm. So take what you will. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of orcs with bolters are great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm currently running. Somehow uh, works. I'm currently running as a side army just because they were cheap at the time. Uh, burner boys, so mm-hmm. effectively just orcs with flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> oh, make them all hot, man. What? Make them hot. Make them hot. Make them hot. <laughs> yeah. And then in the back, there's just 80 orcs. Just... <laughs> uh, the team I'm running is I have a little, like, goblin Gretchen as my, 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 like, my leader. His entire role is just to go hide in a corner and generate me command points. Sure. 
Um, and then everyone else, uh, I have a boss knob, which is essentially like big boys. Yeah. Um, and he has a gigantic fuck up axe the size of a Gretchen and a big gun with a flamethrower attached to it. Yeah. And I have four flamethrower guys just to like cover him. And then I just have Gretchen's to fill because they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, or. Orc flamethrowers in Warhammer lore are hilarious because it's probably just a tube yeah. that has a burning log in it and a fan at the back end. And that works for them. You know what also That's not a real flamethrower, yeah. but for them it is. <laughs> the flamethrowers also have like a melee weapon profile. Yeah. In flavor, they just have little visors that get hot that they just stab people with and like concentrate the flame. Mm. I like it. Like they're effectively... It's a lance. Yeah, they're effectively taking welders and making a lance out of it. Yes. Yeah. Orcs are good. They're they're incredibly stupid, but they're good. Brilliantly done. They, they just function through spiral power. It's pretty. They much believe, it. and then it happens. That's all of their tech. Well, they shove little goblins in the like cans that walk and have saw blades on them, and call them killer cans. Yeah, yeah. and they truly believe that they're <laughs> actually invincible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they manage to survive things that should destroy the physical object and don't. <laughs> It's like tech priests from the Imperium see what orcs do, and they're like, this is heresy. <laughs> because for them, they have to say five prayers and build an engine, and it might not still work. This is also- orcs can just slap three pieces of metal, a wood, and a stone together, and then it produces water. <laughs> this is also a universe in which we effectively have interdimensional travel, except on the battlefield, orcs just take this biplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get spaceship. It's like... Oh, I got spinny gig. What? Spinny gig. <laughs> plane takes off. Yeah, they have like little fucking helicopters too. It's yeah. really funny. Well, it's a biplane, but once it gets in the air, it floats like a helicopter. And it fights by spinning and slapping people with the wings. You know what's really great? I have seen orc, like one orc biplane with napalm just like eliminate uh, layman Russes, which are essentially Jesus. just amazing <laughs> battle tanks. Like... <laughs> Like this shitty scrap metal biplane that will literally explode at the moment that the orc thought, wait a minute. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all it takes. It's like, oh, that gas close to the gas. Gas, gas is fire. First gas turns into fire. Now it's all fire. He's dead. It's like, oh shit. It's, it's best to keep orc stupid because otherwise that's more destructive. Yeah, it is. Chaos <laughs> loves them and fears them at the same if they, time. If they understand the slightest amount of chemistry, they're fucked. Yeah. If I add heat here, that thing goes boom. But the heat is near the boom. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, let me think about this. The forces of chaos look at armies of orcs and say, oh, we're not going there. I'm pretty they're, sure, like, they're not afraid. They just don't need to go there. <laughs> or, or colleges are just then going, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> four, four years to tell them, don't think about it. Come out with diploma. <laughs> what, what diploma? Diploma sword. Shink. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, I draw a sword, not diploma sword. <laughs> it's my diplomacy. What that Necron model? We take that. What? <laughs> you can't go in there. It'll vape. Orc, right. orc walks out of the door. Oh, it's food. <laughs> There's shit there. <laughs> just looks at like the fucking death field. Just holds up the plumber. It's fine. Diploma <laughs> being the sword. <laughs> just walks out of like the floating pyramid tomb. I found Daka. Four skeletons in the back, just being like fucking took our gun. <laughs> 
there's a really unfortunate overlord living this site. <laughs> He's raising skeletons like, oh Jesus, no! Poor <laughs> Necron army. like, oh. The, the Necron that just steals everything and puts it in like his secret vault. Yep. Just one day comes home, opens up his <clears throat> museum of stasis lock to everybody, and there's just an orc walking around be like, oh, I thought this be a nice place. <laughs> He's already munching it on like a stasis guy's leg or something. Like, mm, yeah, nice place you got here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm dreaming. What? <laughs> I'm dreaming. Because <laughs> well, once, once you realize you're dreaming, the dream is over. Yeah. Right? So it's over. He goes back home. It's fine. Fucking lord. I can only imagine. That's how that. orcs work. I mean, I didn't fight it. I just like the logic. I like this, like, millennia year old leader of robot terminators that like can warp reality so that if he dies he doesn't actually die it's that guy instead yes. he just walks into his fucking office like what? what's that what? smell <laughs> there's an orc under his desk <laughs> this good place clean nails and like he disappears because he realizes it's a dream but like all the gunk doesn't yeah. <laughs> and it's piles like it's oh, yeah. piles yeah Oh. That's what his vault is now. It's replaced with fucking Togunk. <laughs> he has this, like, staff that can delete stars, and he's just like... Eh. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, scrapes it up, like... What else? Oh, come on. I fucking hate orcs. <laughs> Leaving their shit all over the place. <laughs> Shoot Nork in the chest. He just keeps fighting you. You're like, shit, you guys are tough. Yeah, I tough. You should be dead. No. Oh. <laughs> glances that bullet wound falls over <laughs> god love him <laughs> orc medics just put a band-aid on it and say is okay <laughs> yeah just like you're good now he just like grabs a leaf off tree sits it there tapes you up and says is okay you be okay now and he goes yes I be okay now and goes and fights <laughs> arm is falling off take actual fall off arm of somebody else just hold it there as he fights like you're good you're good <laughs> Power of belief, man. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they're a plague. This is also the same race that not only looted, like, a space hulk, but decided to load up Gretchen's into the uh, missile base and firing them at other ships. Yeah, they it's, froze... how they, it's how they board. Yeah, they... <laughs> Granted, the Gretchen's froze in space... Because unlike the rest of the army, the Gretchens are the only one with a 50-50 shot to actually shoot their opponent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a dumb game sometimes. Yeah. It's a dumb thing to think about the lore specifically. Oh, yeah. Because how... Is it was how... immensely secondary for so long yeah. that now that they're like trying to fix the lore, it's just... Oh. How did fucking a dude named Slime Arbo not only hide in a bush with a place with no bushes, but also sneak up in a bush costume? <laughs> There's a HQ out there that effectively just says, all right, so once per turn, you can take them off the board, and then next turn you can place them on the board next to an enemy. If it's an HQ, even though like there are other units beside it, you can just be like, huh, next step. <laughs> And then if you're not within six inches of anyone else, uh, you can walk back, remove him off the board, and just do it again. Yeah. Like, that's that's his gimmick. That's amazing. Yeah. He's just in the bush. 
Well, he was in this bush a minute ago. No, I wasn't. <laughs> they opened the bush. He's not there. They turn around. Well, what? he was in this bush. There's no more bush. The bush is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. <true. laughs> in 3.5, you could do that with a bluff score of, like, 9. Yes. Like, if you rolled well on, like, I got a 12, so that's a modified 21. And if they're of, like, relatively okay mind, they're like, yeah, seems fair. <laughs> yeah. Bluff is a powerful skill. Yeah. Rules is written, bluff is too powerful. Yeah. And uh, same with, like, diplomacy in 3.5. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, Patrick tells the story of when he played a full diplomacy thing in, uh, the, like, a Star Wars tabletop. Ooh, yeah. And that's where it's really valuable. He too. could just convince the gravity on the planet to not let him die. And he'd be like, whoop, slow fall. Well, especially in Star Wars universe, like, that's very much a thing. It's so dumb. Um, I, I love, in place of Bluff, just straight intimidate forever. Yep. Like, Quentin had plus 19 intimidate, which is hilarious. <laughs> so it's just like, man's fighting him. Just roll for intimidate, shout, put down weapon, or you die. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That seems. I can roll a one and get a twenty. Perfectly <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> right. If I crit, it's basically a forty. <laughs> Put down this. Okay, okay. Whatever you say, man. The dragon's <laughs> like, here's the horde, man. I can't fucking. <laughs> here's rope. Tie self up. Yep. What? Tie self up. Okay. Tie... Is this good? Yeah. Coup de gras. <laughs> <laughs> dragon's like, I don't know how I can do this with my big clumsy claws. But... <laughs> it's good stuff. Like, bizarre skills like that. Anything you can push to an illogical extreme to the point where you have, like, a plus 20 in it, especially early in the game, I feel like you should be able to do stupid shit with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it skills with a late game, too, where all the, like, all the rolls against the, the fucking arc demon, uh, like, what's-his-fuck. What's um, like, you use the big bad of the campaign, and then you have, like, a plus 24 at that point. You're like, hold on, guys, I've been training my entire life for this. Yeah. And then you roll, like, a one, and... Roll diplomacy. <laughs> can can you just, like, give me a little bit of that magic power? <laughs> what? Yeah, just, you know, like, really use that. You know, we've had this back and forth for a while, and there's been this tension between us. Yep. So, like, you know, you can just give me a little something. Yep, 38. What does he roll to, you know, will save? Eight. Okay, yeah, and he gives you magic power. Cool, blast him in the dick. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Why did I believe you? <laughs> My hubris! You have to just Goku freeze at you. <laughs> the number of times in recent history where I've done something and immediately, within two minutes, shouted out my hubris as it hilariously backfires has been depressingly frequent. Yeah. I've had too much hubriety. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun having a lot of those. Like, it's it's fun having those massive balls that produce that massive amount of humor. So, to for for diplomacy, because I found the old diplomacy chart from 3.5. Oh, uh, yes. Um, you can turn somebody hostile to helpful with a DC 50. Yeah. You can turn them to friendly with a DC 35. Yeah. You can take somebody from, like, friendly or indifferent with a DC 30... To the point where you can convince gods that are just like, yeah, whatever, I can smite that person with diplomacy. Yeah. And that is something that has apparently happened in 3.5, and they're like, wow, this is not good. We no. need to do something about this. Turns out when you can easily get double-digit modifiers before level 10, yeah, good. When you take a half-elf with a negotiator feat, and then you take a flaw to take an extra feat of some other diplomacy bullshit. I might, uh... Oh, excuse me. 
I made a character named Seth Rollins, former WWE champion. Yeah. And uh, that was his entire stick was diplomacy. He didn't fight. He was just like, don't fight me, fight somebody else. And he was supposed to have two hired guards with him eventually because that was supposed to be the J&J security in wrestling because they'd they'd come out and be like, no, 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 don't fucking, don't wrestle our dude and we'll fuck with the match and shit and get him disqualified. So that was his entire stick. He was going to be like, there's somebody over there shooting arrows at me. Stop. Like, this seems fine. (laughs) Yeah. No. Or, Or pretty much shoot the cleric. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't no. a good person. Get him instead. Yeah, exactly. He's squishy. Yeah. Squishy. Yeah. Well, you'll work too. Like, Quentin, if he had made it to, like, level 8 or 9, by the time I got enough ranks and stats, then you get extra bonuses on them based on the feats and shit. And then that, and if he cast his spell to give him a bonus on those checks, could have, it was, like, plus, with the spell bonus, like, plus 40 mm. to his Intimidate. Because the spell is like plus ten, yeah. So that's actually nuts. Yeah, it is. Oof. Um, birds can do that, but worse. With, yeah. Uh, my DM was telling me about he used to play a Pathfinder bird, who by like the way he did it by level six had like plus twenty something to bluff. He's just like no, no. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You're just a pathological liar who would just lie, bluff about it, and just win. Or just escape the situation. Often made it worse, because he's not... He he did that because it was funny, but he's not a min-maxi person. Hmm. So it usually caused way more trouble than it did good. Fair. <laughs> mm, anecdote y'all might like. So, the same guy... Uh, is a new lawyer, right? Oh, yeah. He's working at a firm. Yeah. Um, he comes back from his lunch break and there's like, I think he said like a dozen FBI agents in the lobby of the firm he's working at. Okay. He's like, all right, that's not good. <laughs> right? Goes upstairs, finds out what's happening. Turns out somebody that works there uh, had been um, stealing like, fi- like information from people's files to use as identity theft. Oh, good. Um, so they were in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Right? So anyway, they're all sitting there, the different people who work there, and they're talking about it, and this one guy's like, man, like, this is going to be bad. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it's bad publicity, right? Like, you know, it's going to make us look bad and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think we could, like, convince them not to talk about it? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, like, couldn't we just give them enough money and they'll just, like, not say anything about it? He's like, you want to bribe the FBI? Well, yeah. So he goes and he talks to his boss. Right? Like, Jesus the DM talks Christ. to his boss. Tells him what's going on. To, in, a, in a law firm. That was sort of his, the his boss says, okay. We gotta snip this in the bud. Yeah. <laughs> so, the guy's name... <laughs> anyway, he, he sets up this meeting. They get everyone in the firm... Goes to this meeting, he has PowerPoints, he has a presentation, <laughs> videos, everything. And it's just a two-hour meeting seminar. I like the thing that this is happening while the FBI are, like, tr- like just running back and forth on the place. <laughs> he, they're doing this, and it's all about why you shouldn't bribe the FBI or law enforcement ever. <laughs> right? So it's like, all right. Now, this was on, like, a Monday. Uh-huh. All right? Cool. So Friday... He posts in the group, got back from work, like, just after, uh, like, 
from lunch, this and this. He's going. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. He's getting ready to leave for the weekend, all this stuff. Finds out that the dude tried to bribe the FBI. That's what the meeting was for. Oh That's what I said. I'm like, God. but you had a meeting. <laughs> and he's like, yep, still did it. And he's like, so I took the rest of the day off and I told my boss, yeah, you don't pay me enough to deal with this, especially on the weekend. Yeah. This is all you. <laughs> See you Monday. <laughs> I'd love to know what that guy was thinking of like, all right, so we had this meeting, right? This meeting told me explicitly not to bribe the FBI. But that was like three days ago, right? <laughs> That's an old policy in place. And I feel as though I could circumvent it. Because no one knows this policy anymore, right? It's been yeah. three fucking days. I'm doing a good thing for the firm. They will appreciate yeah. me. <laughs> I'm saving their bacon. Clearly. That's not even like... After hearing all of that, I'm like, man, that motherfucker was helping the bitch with the <laughs> identity theft. Had to be. Yeah. Why else would he be so adamant on bribing the FBI? Yeah. Sounds a little suspicious, don't it? <laughs> how, to, how to lose your job on getting incarcerated, one... Don't listen to the meaning. Two, be chaotic evil and go a completely the opposite direction of, please don't bribe the FBI. My boss said, but yeah. Because, like, he came up and he asked, like, not just him, but, like, a few people openly. He's like, should we bribe them? Would that be a good plan? And they're all like, no. (laughs) Then they had the meeting. Where everybody and the boss were all like, yeah, no. (laughs) Just no. Like, the fact that this was even brought up means that everyone here needs to understand, no. Did you you take the same bar I did? Like, my bar did not have anything about bribing the fucking FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's a a new bar, you know? First of all, you know that meeting we had three days. Three days ago. Well, like, and, 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 and so my DM is, like... He got his results from the bar exam back, like, three months ago. Yeah. And even he's like, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) You don't do this. I feel like that would be question one on the bar exam. I feel as though if a random bystander walked in, visited someone, and he asked the question not recognizing that person, hey, should we bribe the FBI about this? They would go, what? No. (laughs) Like, it's, it's common sense that you don't bribe the FBI Especially you, lately. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> you know, they're kind of doing this whole big crackdown on bribery and collusion. Hmm. Maybe don't actively try to do that thing. You don't need to be a fucking Miles Edgeworth to know that you don't you don't fucking bribe anybody for shit, except you probably did. I mean, the, the only thing you really should bribe now is just children. <laughs> Please, for the love of fuck, stop biting old people. I'll give you a Snickers. Like... I, I honestly fuck them. Go for the jugular. <laughs> I when you I was get him, Susie. The future is now, old man. When I was three, I went to a Smitty's and I spit on an old person. Good. My mother was like, "Oh my fucking lord!" Yeah, well, you're you're, you're you're your mother's son, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell! I spit on an old person and I bit my stepdad so hard when I first like in the first kind of interim of getting to know him so hard that I left horrible horrible marks on his bicep yeah well that's what happens yeah he should have really just cemented the chokehold a little harder should have maybe I would have learned a lesson (laughs) you might have Mm. I still bite people (laughs) (laughs) 
I got the bloodlust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I play online shooters now instead of real life anything. Because if I play soccer, I'm going right for that goalie's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lock the ball now, bitch. <laughs> you see him in paintball, you like tag him twice. He's just like, you know what? Face guard off. It's just like, oh no. <laughs> I bite the paintballs in a minute. Not the teeth. All, Not of the sudden, teeth. all of a sudden, zombie mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Whoa. President, get down. No! That <laughs> 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 gnome used to play would bite the fucking feet off people. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. So, back ages ago when we used to play not D&D, but D&D, because we didn't have dice, nor know the rules, nor have any, nor have any books to actually refer to. Freeform, class-based roleplay. Yeah. It was very bizarre, but hey, fuck it. It, it came, gave us... Fucking idiot. Yeah, we did it in like grade nine and shit. It was good. Uh, yeah, from grade seven to grade nine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I played a gnome that would just like kind of burrow. And then if I get lucky, I would come up and just eat somebody's foot and just go back down and burrow. They're like, what the fuck? Eat bite your feet. Because I would burrow by eating. I, like, would just, I would just be able to eat the ground yeah. and then continue so I could just eat anything. In that same <laughs> one, I ended up weaponizing hammer space. Just like. Just like, hey, you have this area, this astral plane, a bag of holding to shove stuff in. Except you can just open up portals to it. So, you know, okay, we'll just put that on the ground. Oh, he's falling. Halfway closed. <laughs> I ended up with a lot of sets of legs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. We, we, we joked that in this infinite space, just like Full Metal Alchemist, there's like a couple inches of blood. <laughs> yeah. In this like, oh, no. infinite space. A lot of legs. You, you. <laughs> well, because, like, consider, right? If you go, okay, here's a rope trick. Yeah. Right? Now, rope trick is, like, what? Two feet wide? Mm-hmm. There's just this hole in the air? Mm-hmm. Okay, now take that and just fling it at somebody. Okay. When that passes through the space they're in, what's going to happen to them? Because when it goes through your midsection, your legs go up. Yeah. Then there's a portable hole goes to the astral plane. Your legs are still up. The portal is in between your legs and your upper, mm-hmm. but your upper is still here because that's not the astral plane. When that finishes going by, what is it doing to you? Something. Oh. Projecting somewhere. Um, <laughs> in uh, uh, the Wheel of Time book series, yeah, um, there's a spell that they cast, which is just, it, it's a portal, it's a gate. And so they go, they just go, and it opens a doorway, dimension door is basically what it is. And it opens, and you walk through, and you're somewhere. <clears throat> well, what he does, or what a couple people do, is they make them, and they go, yeah, it's a disc. And then they throw it like a destructo disc. And as they throw it, it travels very fast through the air, but, like, wobbles and rotates. So it's just this, like, silver platter flying through the air in, like, many axes of rotation through an army of people. So... It just, everything it touches is getting halfway transported to the other spot. Like it goes, oh, it hits your arm. When the portal keeps going, your arm is in uh, Westeros, <laughs> but your body's still here. And when the portal keeps moving through you, your arm's still there and you're here and oh shit. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, just five of those through. Okay, now spin them around to the left. To the right. Take it back now, y'all. One half this time. Yeah, and it's like, he's like, yep, just make a bunch of portals to over there by about a mile and then 500 feet up. 
Man, some fucking peasant in Westeros is going to have a really off day. They actually joked about that. (laughs) Wherever these parts were ending up, some farmer would either pass out or find a use for them. It's... (laughs) That that is a that is a book series. It is. It was something else. Um, I I really like it. Oh man, and they're dope. They're really yeah. sweet. There's the the penultimate forbidden magic because there's always a forbidden magic uh, is balefire, which is just like a concentrated laser beam that hits things. Now the the, the lore of this place is that there's the wheel of time. Everybody's born. Magic and life and all these things are woven together in this fabric of time. Yes. Uh, and, and magic and whatnot. And then the Wheel of Time is the rotation of rebirth and reincarnation where the world gets destroyed and is reborn, blah, blah, blah. When you hit something with Balefire, it removes it from the weave and the <laughs> wheel. It's just gone. So when oh. somebody, like, shoots it from their hand and they're like, shit, I can't control this, and it starts flying everywhere, that tapestry, gone. The history and memory associated with it, gone. They hit the, the guard Steve... Steve's gone. He'll never You've come never back. never had a guard named Steve. Yeah, who the his, fuck is Steve? His family don't remember him, and they don't know where the child came from. <laughs> He's just fucking gone. That's fascinating. Yeah. And if you use it too much, it disrupts the whole like existence of the world, and it freaks the fuck out and tries to correct all these changes. It's not good. You blast something too important or too historical with it, and like... The sky darkens and clouds turn to thunder and then it floods and that thing's on fire and why are you made out of goats? It's, it's a Wait, 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 wait. It's pretty much Bill Cipher here. <laughs> yeah. There's um, a, you were made of at least three more goats than I remember. Here, kid, deer teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um... That yeah, the the wheel of time stuff. I only I, I've only dabbled a little bit into it, but it's it's some seriously good shit, and I want to get the series. Even though a book is the, <clears throat> the 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 spine of the book is the width of an actual human spine. Honestly, the yes, <laughs> but the books are still smaller than Malazan Book of the Fallen. Yes, there's just like fourteen or fifteen of them. Yeah, the problem is is one through eleven. Stick in the Book of the Fallen. Oh yeah, those are also huge. Yeah, those those are those are some big ass books. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, the, the the final largest one is fifteen hundred pages, and it's almost the width of my face. It's insane. I was there for like when it came. I went to chapters once, just when it came out, just to see the size of the book because I used to work nearby. Yeah, that is a lot of fa- a lot of high fantasy. It sounds like. Oh, oh yeah, and it's based on an old GURPS campaign. Yeah, that the authors. Had. I thought it was D and D, but it was GURPS. Yeah, which explains why the magic system's so fucky. But it's like it has a billion characters, and they're all pretty fucking cool. Yeah, um, uh, Ben's Discord name, uh, which is Disky Jack, yeah, for some reason, based off is of based Jack. off of a guy named Sergeant Whiskey Jack, yeah. which is just a great name. Mapo Drell is fucking great. Yeah. Well, like, um, oh, so in, like, a specific empire of them, a lot of the soldiers were all taught by the same fucking drill sergeant. Uh, because in this world, humans can live to, like, 150, 200, just fairly easily, mm. um, for some reason. Um, but this guy just gives you your name as a soldier. Like, you show up, and you're like, you, you have normal names, I world. am Tim. Incorrect, yeah. fucker. And then, like, Tim, and then by the time you're done basic training, it's like, yeah, no, your name's Tar now. Why is my name Tar? Well, 
because you're real good with your armor. And when I hit you when you're holding your shield, you don't fucking move. You're tar. Get going. <laughs> you're a fiddler because you have a fiddle. <laughs> you're hellion because you keep causing fucking trouble. Move it. <laughs> Go follow fiddle. Go follow fiddle. Yeah. One of the, Nate, Wittershins because he runs Wittershins. Hellion smiles. Bottle. Oh, smiles. Um, throat slitter. That's a good one. <laughs> Who's the guy? That Guess how he got that name? <laughs> oh. He got his throat cut. <laughs> That's how he got it. Oh, it's good. backwards, yeah. Very uh, backwards. It's, a, it's an ironic thing. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. he laughs, it's a horrible, horrible <laughs> sound because his throat's been cut. <laughs> like, if, if, you're, if your entire, like, you know, household... Your entire household burns to the ground, you know, your, your mansion that, you you know, your, your family has lived in for, for a millennia burns down, you're just Immolation, immolation Jim. Who? <laughs> just Immolation <laughs> Jim. <laughs> It's like, that's as bad as a Morton Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the guy that was blessed by luck? Like, uh, so Crocus was a little thief. Yeah. In the first book, he from stole uh, a coin. For, yeah, so he managed to he like found in his like coin purse. He was a thief it, of noble birth, kind of, um, in a fancy city, and he had a coin because the goddess, the god of luck, is a set of twins yep. a god uh, a goddess and a god um, the the lady and the lord one is for good luck one is for bad and he ended up with this coin and he's like yeah, this is weird and he kept it as a good luck charm but it was actually a coin they gave him and every time something bad or weird or a near miss happened people nearby could just faintly hear the spinning of a coin hmm. as if you flicked it and when it hit the ground it was spinning waiting for the heads or tails to show up yeah, which it's, is it's you, you know good. those like cartoon stick where somebody's like I'm gonna swing an axe and they bend down like ooh look at this flower and the axe goes overhead and yeah. like kills three other friends yeah that that is the guy yeah and it's it's he's one of my favorites just because it's like stupid blessed like by bullshit and he's like ah, this is my life now yeah he ends up uh, getting almost murdered by a recruit named Sori <laughs> who has been possessed by the god of assassins that's right yeah um. And he um, ends up leaving her during this. He like is like, yeah, I'm done with this body. And she's very confused, was about to kill the thief boy. And he's like, all right, I, I accept this. Thank you, girl's going to kill me, whatever. And then she's like, where am I? What's happening? How fortuitous. So he takes her back and is like, here, I'll take care of you. And she's like, what's my name? And he's like, I don't know. She's like. Well, I like you. You should probably name me. So he names her after a goddess of luck, which is just fucking hilarious. That's kind of cute. I like that a lot. It, they're a real cute couple. That's the series of books. Um, Did you find all of the spines? Yes. So the one on the far left, uh, by my pinky, yeah. is the first book. It's this wide. Yes, it is. Yes. The Dust of Dreams and Crippled God at the end are... About this wide, each. Yeah, that's a, that's a steady increase. <laughs> um, the two next to them and the one on top, you can see just how thick they fucking are. They're, the first one's like 800 pages. All well, of the others are over 1,000. You can probably fit one and a third of the first book, and that's pretty sizable. So the first book splits all of its characters into that book and this book. Yes. It splits all of its characters into those two and then adds a boatload more. Then those two books continue 
into this one and this one respectively on separate like occurrences, same timeline, separate occurrences. That's five and six. Book four starts a brand new full set of characters on a different timeline predating the entire thing and then eventually catches up up here where this book and that book reek bring everything back together and split off again where it meets up again finally in this one and then ends in that one. <laughs> the Dramatis Personae is massive. Um, you think Game of Thrones has a lot of characters and they're not afraid to kill people? <laughs> this series is like, hey, how much have you loved this guy? Yeah, he's dead now. Also, every character in the book that knew him is just depressed for five months <laughs> because of this. Of you reading it. Five months of you reading it. Not five months <laughs> in in universe. They're just sad forever now. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. It's very emotional in the, uh, the Wheel of Time. Yeah. Uh, there's, um... My favorite bar fight in that happens where, like, people are storming in, like, guards or soldiers are storming in this bar to, like, stop the fight. It was with Mapo Drill, I do believe. Yeah. And they're like, get in there, everybody fight. It's like, get him, fucking arrest that fucker. He's fighting things. He kills so many people, he, he fills the first floor and he has to go upstairs and continue mm. fighting. That's uh, that's <laughs> not Mapo. That is, uh, um, that's Gruntle. So ah, the city's yeah. under siege by an empire. That's trying to take over everybody using just regular citizens for some holy zealot cause, and they're all cannibals. So this caravan guard is just like, well, I'm stuck in the city. Everyone's going to get murdered. I'm just going to drink. And then when they're under attack, he was there with friends that he's been working with forever. And he's like, fuck, like, no, like I got to stop. I, I got to go help them. I got to help them. And he hears that he like gets a hold of. The, the lady he's known forever, their other friend died along the way, and he's like, okay, soldier, you take her up there, this and this, and he's just organizing the defense. And during all of this, the old god of war, which is tiger-themed, like, basically dubs him his champion. That and in an apartment building, like a tenement building, they're basically under attack by these cannibals. And him and, like, the five guys with him, and he fights with just two cutlasses, end up killing so many people in the tenement building that they fill the bottom floor. They enter on the second floor by climbing up the corpses yeah. of the on, on the outside to get through the windows all the way up until they're finally at the roof. The entire building has been packed from floor to ceiling, every room with the corpses of just pe cannibals trying to eat them. And by the end of it, him... And, like, the six people who survived that were actively fighting and not the girl who was wounded are all, like, covered in, like, tiger barbs and, like, their weapons are just broken but still just slice people in half and they're all chosen by the god. <laughs> all <laughs> like They're the squad. And then they can merge together into a giant tiger and just murder more Voltron. people. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't the Voltron part. So there's shapeshifters. Like they call them soul taken. Yeah. Where you can have a shape. Yeah. Usually it's people will turn... Like, all dragons have a human form. People emulate that to turn into other things like a big bear or other things. Then there's divers. Which are... Somebody turns into many monsters. A famous one is a dude who has... He's 11 wolves. Another one turns into of thousands of rats. Thousands of rats. And he's a horrible person. Mm -hmm. um, 
these guys are like a reverse divers where these like half a dozen humans turn into a full embodiment of their god the god they never asked for <laughs> but it's 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 pretty good by the end of it he's like yep i don't want this and they're like well you're chosen by the god hey fuck him he can take it back <laughs> but he gave me this power so uh yeah i'm just gonna keep my friends safe and then, like, finally, the relief army shows up, and, like, the whole town has just been e- eaten. Most of the people there, they route the rest, and they get to this apartment building <laughs> that is swelling on the walls and <laughs> leaking blood, like, ten floors up. And they're like, the fuck? And then he just, like, walks to the edge. He's like, got a ladder? <laughs> and they're like, um. He's like, got any food? He's like, yeah? How'd you survive? Sword. Low. <laughs> got, you got any food? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll come get you. He's a, he's a great character. And his name's Gruntle. And he's so fucking sour all the time. Well, first of all, his name is Gruntle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. On uh, on the bright side, uh, Skyscraper of All the Corpses is also my uh, prog metal band. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, Mapo Trail was, he's just like a big like half-orc, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's a half-orc type there's, thing. Like, yeah, there's weird, like... He's a massive fucking Orc blood goes back anciently, where it turned into, like, tribal, like, modern-day half-orcs that you expect from D&D. Mm-hmm. Trail, which are, like, shamanistic, bigger, like, almost ogre-style orcs. Yeah, well, like, ogre-to-orcs kind of thing in World of Warcraft, except, like, ogre-to-human yeah. kind of thing in this, And then, as far as I remember. Yeah, there's that, and then there's the the Moranth, which were the orc people, and then they all went to a forest, nobody heard from them, and now they all wear bug-like armor made out of chitin plating. Oh, yeah. And nobody's ever seen inside their armor. Because even when they die on the battlefield, they just come collect their dead and be like, yeah, no, these are ours. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're secretly bug people, and that's their new skin. And then ancient orcs eventually, like 200,000 years ago, (laughs) said, hey... Um, these trolls, like Warcraft-style trolls that use ice magic, yep. they're tyrants and they all need to die, and we can't kill them fast enough because we're mortal and we're dying. All right, time to have a ritual. And they all turn themselves into undying skeletons that turn to dust and can just teleport across the continent and just murder people and never die forever. Yeah, it's fucked. It's a fun series to read. That sounds... Some of those guys, though, like the Undead Skeleton Men, are some of the best characters. Well, yeah, like... <laughs> they are. Like, the ones with personality, anyway. A lot of them don't. Yeah, if there's audiobooks of that, I might try and grab those. I wish I could find audio... There's probably is. There's probably... I want an first... audiobook of that read by Wayne June. Oh, my lord. <laughs> I just, I mean... Gently. Slowly. This is how a life is taken. <laughs> the thing about Wayne June is I think he's like a weird conspiracy theorist or like, like I don't know Probably. if he's an anti-vaxxer or climate change think... denier or um, something awful. He's got something. He, he's weird. Um, I don't know if he's awful, um, but he's definitely weird. I do follow him on Twitter and it hasn't been a problem. So he doesn't post publicly if he is a piece of shit. I mean, it doesn't particularly matter if he does good work oh, to separate yeah. the person from the work. Yeah. Um, although he does do readings of certain Lovecraft stories and novels, so that's always good. I mean, that seems on brand. It is very on brand. Oh, no. So he's fitting. fucking, he, he's the, he's the guy who voices Darkest Dungeon, right? Yeah, so no, like, I, I, yeah. 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 
like just, trinkets and baubles. When when they made Darkest Dungeon, I'm like, if the narrator's not all right, it is good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I fantasy dorked out for a little while. Well, Sorry that, about that. I mean, fucking, you you made me rewind to get those downloaded as a. Uh, audiobooks yes. see if they're even available I can really <laughs> read like read at the moment <laughs> Patrick gave me a Ric Flair book right yeah I've had it for probably a month and a half now just just take a stab at how many pages I'm in I was about to say like you saw the front cover Seven. more more it's 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 in like I have to use the sleeve to kind of bookmark oh, okay. it now but it's 45 <laughs> uh, yeah it's good. It's, it's six weeks and 45 pages. I say I haven't had the time. I really should just invest in the audiobooks, but uh, I've just um, been doing literally everything else besides reading. If you get an Audible subscription... Yeah. Um, sorry. They have a free service, I think. But if you if you just get Audible, um, you can have access to tons all the time. Mm-hmm. Or one free one... That you can just like, I'm done with this, and then you get a new one. Yeah. And you don't need more than one audiobook at a time. Um, and then you can do that like while you're working on shit at work or playing Warhammer, waiting for a turn to resolve. See, I also, well, the only problem with that is I need to do it in between something because I kind of do. On the bus. Like, yeah, effectively that. That's, that's, yeah. Where, that's originally where I just wanted to like sit down, have some quiet time, but. Uh, I don't like quiet time because then I can hear the voices again. <laughs> I like quiet time so I can fucking yell at the voices. Oh no, that's worse. Yeah. Not supposed to do that. Oh no, man. No. I um I use Hearthstone Twitter. It's my bus ride. Yeah. Well, like I love to troll through Reddit. That's my that's my current downtime Can't activity. Do it. Yeah, I get too ready to just yell at people on Reddit. You gotta follow the right things then. Like, my all my Reddit is filled with animals being derps, animals being bros, animals being... Uh, that's what I use Twitter for. That's fair. <laughs> you kinda you kinda need to, like... I still yell people, yell people on Twitter. So. I don't know, I, I do like the downtime activity of seeing who's more of a piece of shit than I am. It's kind of gratifying in a way. But also, <laughs> like, you kind of have to do a case study of yourself of, like... So, there are people that are legitimately worse than me. So, like... Oh fuck! Like, how, how can I not turn into this person I'm just reading about? I, yeah. I, I follow Bo Shatman and Spaz Kid on Twitter. It's it's tough to read Twitter at work. Yeah, that's fair. I'll be in class, just like scrolling through, and I'm like, I'll see the icon for Shadbase show oh, up, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> just fly past it. Yeah. And then slowly sometimes creep up to see if I could just glance at whatever it was. Because sometimes he has a funny comic. Yeah. And sometimes he just says things and then it's amusing. Well, it's like the 50-50 of any Oglev comic. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when I was reading Twitter, I had to get off because I had to stop because I was getting off the bus to go to work. And I was like, all right, I know I stopped at Elastigirl sucking multiple dicks at once. I should probably... Uh... <laughs> hmm. It's not where I thought the sentence was going to go. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> That's the problem with opening Instagram anywhere is... I'm sorry? <laughs> cosplay or artists uh, will post random shit, and I'm like, I don't need giant boobies on my screen right now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Look, if oh, the person that's looking oh, at no. your phone or as a bystander can't deal with the giant boobs, then... Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's mostly on them at that point. I don't like that. Don't be disrespectful to titties. I mean, who doesn't like... And that's part of my platform... 
like big titty anime girls, yeah, yeah. right? Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I base my life on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, do you see everything around this room? Like anything that's not a green screen or a computer or a mic? It's just big titty anime girls. It's unfortunate. Wow. Yeah, look at all of. Careful! All careful! Of, all poke of an eye out. Oh. It's a <laughs> Why do you have those things? Well, I mean, it's to hang my keys on. 